May is from Mothers. Bear Beauty Experience is celebrating mothers the entire month of May. We know that you're used to taking care of others, but it's time for you to allow someone to take care of you. All May long, when you reserve a Mother's Day facial with Bear Beauty Experience, you receive a free Mother's Day gift while supplies last. That's right. Relax with cooling sensations from the snow algae infused cleanser, leaving your skin feeling refreshed. Detoxify and purify your skin with the red tea mask and enjoy the healing properties of the aloe vera mist. Ooh, I sound like I need that. Mm -hmm. Perfect for some skin R&R, leaving your skin plump and hydrated. Treat yourself this Mother's Day and reserve your Mother's Day facial with a bare beauty experience. You deserve to bear your beauty. Period. Hey everyone! What is happening? What's goody? Nothing much. I mean, and a lot. Yeah, at the same time. All at the same time. Yeah. Anyway, um, I'm your girl Sierra T, and I'm your girl Sherelle B, and this is Head Wraps and Lipsticks, the podcast. We wrap the culture up in color. Yes, ma'am. All of that good stuff. Um, before we get into what we can wrap our head around, we have. Quite a few announcements. Yes. 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 Your girls is moving and grooving, doing it and doing it and doing it well. Doing it and doing it and doing it well. You know what? It's amazing how Ella Cool J can put out such great music without cursing. But I'll leave that alone. Sorry. Yeah, he's bad. Oh my God. But the announcement that we have. (laughs) (laughs) The announcement that we have is this show, your favorite podcast, is actually turning six. Years old on Cinco de Mayo. And to celebrate, we are going to have a live show here in Charlotte on May the 6th from 7 to 9. So please, please, please pull up to Be Social um, on Central Avenue on the 6th from 7 to 9. And what we're going to be doing is we're going to be hosting actually your favorite segment of what you can wrap your head around. Mm -hmm. So what we want you guys to do is send us in a little 30-second voice note Mm -hmm. or video because we'll be able to play them on the screen to Be Social of what you can wrap your head around. Mm -hmm. And what you're going to do is you're going to send it to us via IG. So follow us on Instagram. You know Sierra announces all the things. Yes. At the end of the show. So make sure that you send it to us so that we'll be able to play them during the show and we'll be addressing them along with our guests. So it's going to be very interactive, very chaotic. Yes. Come to talk. You know, we know y'all be talking smack in the comments. So why don't you come and do it in person? Exactly. (laughs) Exactly. It's a free event. Yes. Links in our bio to register. Um, Our link tree, you'll see it. Register. Come out and hang out with us on a Friday night. Maybe we'll have tacos. I don't know. But we'll see what happens. Absolutely. But we'll be there. You know, I'm excited because we didn't really get to do anything for our fifth because, you know, COVID and we were still really kind of tomato, tomato, tomato. We wasn't really sure about it. But I'm so excited. We're going to celebrate the proper way. Yes. So come through. Yes. Come ready to talk. Yes. Talk your ass off. You know, we having conversations. Don't forget everything all the sis said. I'm excited. It's going to be lit. It's going to be lit. Oh, you need to, the Eventbrite link, you need to actually get a ticket. Oh, yeah, register. <laughs> yes, yes, you need to register. register. So I will make sure I put that link in the description as well on all the things, okay? Because you, <laughs> you don't want to, you don't want, you want to be there. You don't want to be a square. Yeah, honestly. Like, yeah. come hang out with us. It's Friday night. You don't got to get to work in the morning. Mm-hmm. Right. 
And we just want to see you guys there. We want to see all your beautiful faces. We will have some COVID protocols in place. Yeah. So, yes, we'll have the sanitizer. We'll have all the things mm-hmm. that you'll need to stay safe. So, no worries. And come out and hang out with us. Yes. Woo. All right. Oh. Let us move forward, shall we? Yes. Sis, what can't you wrap your head around? Okay. I can't wrap my head around at this point us blaming Nick Cannon. Oh. At this point, it's not his fault. Okay. Yes, that's right, ladies. I'm this is a this is a hot take. Yeah. This is a hot take. Can't wrap my head around y'all blaming Nick Cannon at this point. At this point, it's the lady's fault. Okay. This man got eight women pregnant, eight baby mamas. I think and I may have lost count. It could be higher. It's a whore. So in order to have a baby, that means you have to have unprotected sex. This is true. So why are you busting it wide open for him again? When he probably just busted it wide open for somebody else unprotected? Damn. So at this point, yeah, I'm not blaming Nick Cannon anymore. Now it's it's on y'all. Cause y'all know the vibes. It's not like he's not, it's not like he's hiding it. He's at I will say he's at every single maternity shoot. But I love it. Which is so crazy. But I, I but also like I you know, I commend him for being yeah. there. It's like this is insane. He's there, he ain't hiding it. He's loving on the on the belly, kissing the belly. I'm not I'm not mad at it. But at the same time, hmm. I need us women to take accountability at this point. It's not him. You it's know not what, him. sis? I, I I don't disagree with you. You know what I mean? Because I, you really have to be like, it's Nick Cannon. Yeah. That's like if Nick Cannon came to me and was like, yo, you know the vibes. And I, I, no, and I, don't I don't. I don't want those vibes. I don't want those vibes. No, I'm good. I don't want those vibes. Thank you so much for offering. Yeah. Appreciate it. The last maternity shoot, was that woman even... Did she even have the baby yet? So you know what I mean? Like it's oh, it's shit. fresh. What is he saying to these women? What is he? What could he possibly be saying to these women? Were they like with a cash at? With a cash at? That's what it's. That's why he got so many jobs. Cause he got so many kids. I mean, sis, that's crazy. Yeah, that's what I can't wrap my head around. It's at this point. Yeah, some accountability needs to be taken at this point. I'm sorry. I, I am sorry. I hate that for them. That's what I'm saying. It's like, come on, dude. That's crazy. I mean, come on, sis. Like, uh uh-uh. No, no, no. The last maternity shoot, I think we talked about it at the beginning of the season. Yeah, probably. I think we talked about it for a couple weeks. Yeah, because it was like every week a new lady was pregnant. (laughs) We talked about it for a couple weeks. So, you know, the last one just had a baby. Now, this one looked like she at least six months. That was announced today, right? Mm Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's crazy. So, yeah. What can't you wrap your head around, sis? Mine's is pretty funny. I saw this article today came by from Fox 13 Memphis, 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 Tennessee. The the title. So, here is woman with 220 pounds of weed in her car runs out of gas on I-55 bridge. Oh, my God. But the copy on top of this tweet from the official Fox 13 Memphis page says, despite all the gas she was carrying, none was in the tank. <gasps> It's funny, but it's unprofessional. Who is the social media producer of Fox Memphis? <laughs> it's funny, but it's unprofessional. Who is the social media producer? Stand up. Stand up. Because I didn't see that. I would have been dying. I actually kind of love it. I actually I mean, kind of love it. You know what? If I think 
if more news articles were written like with that right. kind of like spice, I think more people would be, be like more intrigued in like learning about the news. That's why they come here for. That's why they come to us for the news and the politics. Because you know what, you're right. You get me? You're right, right. I mean, I don't hate this, and, and I'm, I, you know, I wonder if this is a usual for Fox 13 Memphis. Now I kind of want to follow. And see, like, do they always right, be cutting facts. up? Like, I mean, they got a whole bunch of retweets and likes on it. So it was because it was so hilarious. <laughs> it was so hilarious. Like, what are y'all doing over in Memphis at Fox Thirteen? That is hilarious. And a, and a Fox station of all things, right? That's what we get me. Like, it's like we. I think we look at Fox as a whole is just like the worst of the worst. But it's like you have Fox and you have like the sub foxes, and it's mm-hmm. like you know, like sub, like Fox Charlotte's not that bad. Yeah, you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. So it's like Fox used to be my favorite network as a kid. Really, I loved Fox. I've always been an ABC girl. <gasps> really, always been an ABC girl. Because remember, like, remember growing up, you had TGIF, so mm-hmm. you used to watch Family Matters and Full House. So all like my favorite shows used to be on ABC. Like Fox yeah. was never really that girl to me until really. I guess American Idol came out. I Maybe used to, I used to love Fox. I always felt like they was kind of like rebellious in a sense. I was like, I rock with that. It's, it's always been amazing to me, like for as conservatives they are, the fact that The Simpsons is on Fox. Family Guys on Fox, Empire was on Fox, all these, you know what I mean? Yes. But you have the most conservative network. It doesn't make sense. The math is It's giving WB vibes. Like the show, the lineup is WB vibes. WB. (laughs) Shout out to the WB frog. You know what I'm saying? Like who remember. (laughs) Like, (laughs) that's all I'm saying. They really had that frog tap dancing. They, I mean... Child. Very racist. All right. Anyway, Very. we gonna get into this show right mm. now. We have a list for you, honey. Mm. It's a lot, so we gonna jump right into it. Um, Charlotte Mecklenburg School Superintendent is fired. Oh my God. He is fired. He why was he fired? Are we not really sure why he was fired just uh, yet? Basically, what's happening is first of all, I just want to point out that I believe this. I'm trying to get the exact number. This mm-hmm. is the eleventh. This is like the eleventh superintendent in like the last set, like in several years. That's crazy. That's not cool. There's a lot of superintendents that's literally on the job for like ten years. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? So, um, oh my gosh, that's crazy. So. Ooh, okay. So the CMS, uh, the CMS superintendent, his name is Ernest Winston. He literally was fired early this week from CMS. I don't think he's been on the job that long, but it's looking like basically, um, with all the violence that's been happening in CMS, um, one of the parents did, um, you know, they were talking to WSOC TV. One of the parents said, like, the children are failing. This is the word she used, abysmally. That doesn't shock me. Hold abysmally. On. Take your cord off. The, I can I'm hear sorry. it. I'm sorry. Yeah. Thank you. Okay. My bad. Good, you right. good. <laughs> Abysmally. Like, you don't hear that word too often. So, for a parent to say that, it's like, it's not just my child. All, All the children, children are failing. Uh, I mean, and, and and I think that they're right. We've re- we've reported several times, um, several times on this show about some of the violence that's been happening, um, you know, in CMS from, like, mm-hmm. sexual assault being covered up. Yep. Um, you know, just all types of violence in, like, West Charlotte High School uh, in uh, just a bunch of other schools. So it's like, somebody has to be blamed for this. So, um... He's, he was only up there for two years, though, right? Yeah. It, it's just... It doesn't look... It doesn't look that great. So And he, he got paid... Was it $560,000? $560,000. For two years of work. Meanwhile... 
meanwhile, if you drive around Charlotte and see some of these schools, what they look like, um, what some of the parents are saying, they don't have updated books. They don't have proper, you know, just proper security. But he's getting paid 500 something thousand dollars. That's nasty. That is just not good at all. Um, so I'm just going to read this. It's actually coming from WCNC. Mm-hmm. Um, the Charlotte Becklenburg uh, Board of Education voted 7-2 to end the employment of Ernest Winston effective immediately. Um, since the school district decided to terminate Winston for convenience, that's what they're saying, he will be paid a severance of about $24,000 per month for the next two years as required by his contract. That to- So let's, yeah, I said that right. $24,000 per month for the next two years as required by his contracts. That total amount, and this is what sis was you talking about, of about $576,000 is the equivalent of two years of full pay for the outgoing superintendent. I'm about to apply. I mean, you know what I mean? <laughs> like, <laughs> child. I'm about to apply. Um, yeah, he literally was named the superintendent back in August 2nd, 2019, um, following the suspension and the resignation of the past superintendent, Clayton Wilcox. Oh, my God. You know, I never really understood what a superintendent is supposed to do, but I'm assuming it has to do with, like, regulation of all the schools in a district, obviously, yeah. right? Yeah, yeah. How hard? How mm. hard can that be? I mean, if you think about it, it probably is really, really hard. I mm-hmm. mean, think about all the schools in Charlotte-Mecklenburg County. Like, this is Charlotte-Mecklenburg, all of them. So yeah. you got to think, not only Charlotte, which is super-duper big. Now you're talking about Huntersville. Yeah. You're talking about Cornelius. You're mm-hmm. talking about, I think, Pine, yeah, Pineville. So there's a lot of schools that he has to oversee. However, if you can't do it, just say that. I mean, I'm asking because, like, as a superintendent, at some point, do they go and look at these schools while class is in session? You know, I mean, I don't know. So now I don't know about down here, but I remember growing up like in, you know, Nassau County schools. Mm-hmm. And then I grew up in the Baldwin, Baldwin Union Free School District. Uh, the superintendent used to come all the time. Mm-hmm. Okay. Like we knew when he was coming, he would just walk. Like sometimes he'd just be, you know, he'd just walk in a high school or walk in a middle school or the elementary school. They would come all the time. So, I mean, I don't know. That's crazy. I'm a good. I, I don't know, and I also wonder, like, if he was, if he is a product of CMS schools. I feel like mm. people who are product products of like those, like those school districts. Like, I feel like even though I ain't had no experience, I feel like I would be better slated. Yeah, to be someone who could like be on that, you know, be a superintendent because I understand and know, like, I like when I was in high school, the 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 district got redistricted like three times. Right. Three times. Right. While I was for four years. Yeah. Like all kinds of stuff. And it's also, I don't know, like you gotta you need to be talking to the teachers, you need to be talking to the students. And it seems like that's what it is to me every time yeah. I every time I think about this kind of stuff is like obviously there's a disconnect and a miscommunication happening mm-hmm. because what, like you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I don't understand. And I think that's why, like a lot of like you know, like Charlotte. I'm, let me not say residents, but like people that actually like grew up in Charlotte, like they were born and raised here, get annoyed by like transplants. Could you come here and just think like, you know what? Like we need to do this in Charlotte. We need to do this in Charlotte. Like, you are not really from here. You know what I'm saying? Like you have no idea. Like honestly, like 
where we have been and you know where we come from and where we've been. So to your point, it's like if this guy comes from you know Wisconsin somewhere, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, who's grew up in you know who has you know taught in Wisconsin or even taught maybe in New York, whatever it is, and now you come to Charlotte. Not only do you come to you know uh, North Carolina, you come to one of the largest cities in North Carolina. Then you come to one of the largest school districts. districts yeah, that's kind of crazy. Um. That's wow. 11, 11, 11 superintendents or whatever. Mm-hmm. And there's like, what, seven years is insane. Yeah. And that definitely means that that, that, that the, the school board or whatever, that all of that needs to be investigated. Yeah. I mean, <clears throat> and that, so they were saying like, basically, um, it was all about like his communication and leadership over the last couple months. So this came from, um, this came from some documents that were released. We are struggling in communicating even the simplest things to the public, to our teachers, staffs, and to our families. Mm-hmm. And this is something that an unidentified school board member wrote. Um, you know, then they said his evaluation shows board members gave the former journalists average scores of and around two or four considered develop considered developing when it comes to communications and community relations. So he was a former journalist. How did it be? All right. All right. What? <laughs> <laughs> All right. Okay. That's fine. So they said concerns have also been raised in other areas, including school safety and how the superintendent and school district responded to reports of sexual assaults on campus. Here's the kicker. Mm-hmm. So obviously, if somebody gets terminated, somebody has to take their place, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. So the CMS board voted in favor of Scott McCulley, the first chief compliance officer of CMS to serve as acting superintendent for the remainder of the week. So a couple of days. Mm-hmm. Former CMS interim superintendent Hugh Hadabaugh, and forgive me for saying his, his name wrong, will return to act as interim superintendent again starting Monday, April 25th, and will be in place no later than June, will be in, will be in place no later than June 30th, 2023 i'm about to apply so in here okay and this is and and this probably why teachers parents students other board of directors have a problem with like because you you can't you have to have a plan b Mm -hmm. you have to have a plan b you can't just fire somebody and not have another form of action so like this is a former a former superintendent. Now I'm not sure if he retired or anything. Yeah, but it's well, like I mean, it, I mean, if he was suspended or something, I don't think he would be able to. This is true. You know, so yeah, he, he must right. be. He must have resigned. Yeah, maybe he resigned mm-hmm. or he, um, um, the WCNC Charlotte Verify team checked and had about meets the requirements for an interim superintendent. Article 18 of North Carolina law requires interim superintendents to have the same educational requirements as full-term superintendents. All superintendents are expected to have previous experience in North Carolina public schools and leadership management or administrative roles. He served as superintendent in 2011 and 2012. Damn. In the past 10 years, CMS has had five different superintendents. In the past 10 years. That's crazy. CMS has had. I'm about to apply. Anyways. Yep. We going to keep it moving forward. Speaking of school. Everybody's favorite state. Florida. I was telling sis earlier. (laughs) I have no voting rights in the state of Florida. Mm -hmm. But this governor gets on my nerve so bad i literally looked up when the election is in florida like i can drive down there and vote 
Because I'm not even dry. I don't want my, I don't want two tires of my car to even touch that state. Because <laughs> this is ridiculous. So what's the deal with this now? <clears throat> so you know DeSantis, this cockroach, Ooh. has such, he is, he's just a, uh, he has a really problem with, he has a serious problem with CRT. Yes, he does. Clearly everybody else does too. Maybe we're the only ones that don't. I don't know. Um, so leave, leave a book in the comments if you don't. Yeah. <laughs> Good one. <laughs> That's a good one. We've been talking about Florida and DeSantis and how he's literally said, like, we don't want y'all even to, like, we don't talk about Bruno. We don't talk about CRT. We don't talk about none of that. Now he's going to the point where he's actually banned. I want y'all to hear, I want, I want y'all to hear this from the Huffington Post. I want y'all to hear this and hear it good. Florida continues attack on education after rejecting 54 math textbooks due to CRT. Fifty-four math books. Mm. Now, what in these math books could possibly have to do with CRT? I'm gonna read this. Okay. The Florida Department of Education, can't believe they actually have one, announced that it would not include 54 of 132 or 41% of math textbooks on the state's adopted list, citing CRT as one of the main reasons. Okay. Okay. This is what one of the statements said. Reasons for rejecting textbooks included references to CRT, inclusions of common core, and the unsolicited addition of social-emotional learning in mathematics. The highest number of books rejected were for grade levels K-5, through where an alarming 71% were not appropriately aligned with Florida's standards or included prohibited topics and unsolicited strategies. I don't understand. I don't... <clears throat> the government... <laughs> Governor DeSantis said without evidence that the math textbooks, including indoctrinating concepts like race essentialism, especially bizarrely for a mo for elementary school students. Again, I don't understand. I don't understand that, Sherelle. That doesn't make any sense. That doesn't make any sense. The state of Florida doesn't make any sense. Governor DeSantis doesn't make any sense. I am confusion. This is math. I am confusion. He's just he's just a lunatic. And I, I just, I mean, I don't, it's just like with Trump, we always said, like, we don't wish anything bad. You know what I'm saying? We don't want him to, you know, something to happen to him. Just get him out of politics. Because this is insane. Well, we got one more. This is insane. We got one more here. Mm. I just need them to stay out of schools. Tim Scott warns against teaching students that they are oppressors. I'm guessing he's talking about white students. <sighs> Tim Scott, who voted against Katanji Brown Jackson mm -hmm. last week of South Carolina. Okay. I hate it. I all hate right. it. I hate all of this. I hate all of this. He's supposed to be in California earlier this week. Um, 
at the Reagan Library. Why he's talking about this, I'm going to read this. <sighs> he's going to warn against teaching kids that they are oppressors and appeal to gig workers, including rideshare drivers and food deliverers. <sighs> In a speech as part of the Time for Choosing conservative speaker series, Scott will say he's proof of conservatism lifting Americans of colors and bash President Biden and Democrats over inflation and national security threats. Scott is literally the only black Republican in the U.S. Senate. Coon. Okay. This is what he's saying. This is some of his prepared remarks. He's also active in GOP efforts to attract more voters of color to the party. Whatever. It was education, hard work, and faith that allowed my family to go from... God, I don't want to read this. Read it. Get it over with. It was education, hard work, and faith that allowed my family to go from cotton to Congress in one lifetime. Okay, now I know I didn't want to read it. You know that's going to be the title of the episode, right? No. (laughs) I mean, I'm fine with it, but like... What the fuck? Parents have a right to know what their kids are being taught in the classroom. Teaching kids that they are oppressors is just as bad as teaching kids that they're always going to be victims. President Reagan once said... Ugh. (laughs) Please. Who starts a a sentence like that? President Reagan once said... He's dead. If... Inflation is as violent as a mugger, as frightening as an armed robber, and as deadly as a hitman. Democrats' leadership. Didn't President Trump just get out of office, a Republican, or whatever you want to call him? Right. Democrats' leadership has led to a 40-year high in inflation, and they're still pouring more money on this crisis. That's not good for moms making decisions in homes like the one I grew up in. President Reagan was a... um, a Republican? Yes, he was. Okay, I just mm-hmm. wanted to put that. Yes, he was. President Biden's weakness on the global stage has emboldened terrorists, bullies, and dictators. Bloodthirsty dictators like Putin only understand strength, and that's what we must project from the United States. Your homie Trump was a had his head way up Putin's ass. He will also call for energy independence, a physical barrier on our southern border, and will take a swipe at the 1619 Project. What? From cotton to Congress. That's a super coon right there. That's a coon with a cape on. You know, Brandon asked me, and I, I know he was joking, but then I know he wasn't mm-hmm. because he's like, oh, the taxes. We were talking about moving and where to look. Mm-hmm. And he had the nerve to talk about Rock Hill, South Carolina. Oh. Or Indian Land, South Carolina. No. Or Fort Mill, South Carolina. I said, I would rather be a bum <laughs> than have my address say South Carolina. Mm-hmm. I don't, I, I, like, there's nothing that can ever make me live there. Get gas from there, cool. Go to Frugal McDougal, cool. Charleston, that's it. South Carolina ain't got nothing for me. 
From cotton to Congress? From cotton to Congress. You know he probably wrote that and was like, oh, they probably, I'll probably, this going to kill him. <laughs> Get him. This the one that got him, yo. What are you talking about? Democrats' leadership has led to a 40-year high in inflation. So let's go back 40 years. 40 years ago, that was in the, what, the 70s, right? Yeah. Something like that. Something like that. It's in the 70s. Yeah, let's go with it. Who was president in the 70s? Probably like 75. Who's who's president in the 70s? Nixon? I think so. I you know I'm not the history person. I need we need Simone. Right. Like so okay cuz like Lyndon B Johnson yeah, you know what you know what I'm thinking of right now what? and this is why black directors are so important. Mm-hmm. Lee Daniels the butler. Cuz I remember Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. how he went through the problems mm-hmm. like wait, okay. So we had uh Lyndon B Johnson and then it was Nixon. Mm-hmm. And he was a what? A Republican. Oh, okay, cool. Mm-hmm. Then after him, it was who? Reagan. Well, Repu- then Carter. Mm-hmm. Then Bush. Yes. Then another Bush. No, Wait, the, no, it was Clinton, right? Clinton, that's right. Then Clinton, Clinton. Then another Bush. Then another Bush. Then Obama. Then Obama. Then that orange peel. Then Biden. And now this old man. There's definitely been way more Republicans than Democrat presidents. Exactly. <sighs> I hate it here. I hate it here, too. We got one more thing for you to hate. Greg Abbott, a governor in Texas, right? Jesus Christ. He is halting all trucks at the border, which is causing produce, fresh produce from Mexico, spoiling in trucks. $150 million worth of fresh produce, to be exact, halted at the Mexico border because he's using this as a tactic to get votes from more Republicans. But you know, you know my problem. It's it's amazing to me. Texas is literally like one of the states that's aligning the the Mexico border. Mm-hmm. Okay, like yeah, we didn't put it there. Nope. You know what I mean? Like it just that's just the way that evolution, I'm guessing, happened. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Like, why would you want to represent a state that's so close? Instead of you forming a partnership with them, I, I'm just you know what I mean. I I'm, mean, I'm not understanding the problem here. What did Mexicans? do to you that's just so bad racism hits harder when it's right next to oh you oh my god you know i really feel i really feel like that way it's like it's like either either you're like <laughs> either like you're like oh it's mexico or it's like oh it's mexico yeah i mean i gotta be from mexico because i was robbed but other than that i don't got a problem <laughs> <laughs> that's fair too. i was robbed you were robbed you were robbed but i don't there. have a problem going back but I mean, Maybe. this is fresh produce. This is food we're talking about. We're talking about inflation and whatnot on, on, on things already. And Greg Abbott is halting trucks at the border, preventing people from fresh food. And he rolled around in a wheelchair, so you can't even like. I mean, what is it, Texas? Like I like listen, 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 listen. Like y'all gotta get you y'all gotta get these people up out of here. Y'all do. Y'all gotta get these people up out of here. Florida. Florida, Texas, Texas Georgia, Georgia, South Carolina. I mean, I don't really know anything about McMaster. The fact, the fact that his last name is McMaster. Lindsey Graham is a isn't is he a is he, he's a senator. Him and Tim Scott. He's a senator for South Carolina, though, right? Yeah, both of them. Whenever he's up for re-election, and mm, we could talk. We we talked about like people, you know, like with the Supreme Court justice. Like, I don't really think that it's, why is Lindsey Graham still a senator. He's been a senator for like 20 years. A lot of those people are out, like, y'all are out of touch. Y'all are yeah. old, y'all old as fuck. Why y'all make, all right. You're telling, you're telling me 
out of the entire state of South Carolina, which is pretty freaking big, that is the one person that you want to represent you for the entire time? Old as fuck. I don't understand. That's because old people vote. I saw an article about Diane Feldstein, who is the senator for California. Mm -hmm. And they were saying, like, a lot of people are kind of concerned with her because there's some things that are going on. Like, you're too old to be doing this now. Exactly. I'm sorry. Like, old people vote. And old people vote for what they know. And you know what? And that's another conversation to have because Mm -hmm. it's like, y'all could, you know, like, growing up, you hear, like, you, the old people will tell you, you know, oh, when you grow up, you're going to do so many great things. Now we're grown and we're trying to do the great things mm-hmm. and y'all are trying to stop us because mm-hmm. you can't adapt to the times. Damn. I'm just, I'm just saying. Uh, mm-hmm. That's all, that's all, I'm, and this is not, this, and I know my dad will watch the episode and be like, hold on, hold on. Because like, <laughs> I tell him all the time, like, he'll be like, I'm about to do this. I'll be like, if you don't send a text, I'm not a texter. I'm not texting. Woo, 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 woo. You need to become a texter. You have to, you have to, or you're going to be left behind. behind. I'm sorry. And then you get left behind and you end up voting for people like Lindsey Graham. Damn. That's Child. no good. All right, that is it for politics. We do still have some other Ooh. stuff coming up, honey. Show. We going to run through this. Well, you know, we going to run through it. Okay. Sis has the story on this young man, Patrick Leoya. Yeah, his name is kind of hard to say. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, he is another hashtag. And um, it's just not looking too good. This is happening in the state of Michigan. Mm. I'm trying to just pull up something here. Yeah. And it's not working for me. What's going on in the Midwest? Michigan okay. is the Midwest, right? Michigan is the Midwest. Okay. Michigan is the... So last week we talked about um, the governor, the her attempted kidnappers being let free. Mm-hmm. Now we're talking about Grand Rapids police literally shooting somebody in the back of the head. And he's on paid administrative leave. Ooh, you, you never sent me that video for the other thing. Okay. Yeah. I will. Okay. I'm also, I will. Mm-hmm. Um, so Patrick, it's kind of mm-hmm. hard to say his name. Leoya. Leoya. Leoya was shot in the back of the head and that was confirmed by his autopsy. Mm. Okay. Um, mm. Yeah. It, it's not really looking good. So it does look like that, according to police records, apparently there was a traffic stop. There was a chase by between Patrick and this police officer. And somehow, some way, he was shot in the back of the head while he was not facing the officer. Right. So you can't really use self-defense. He did have a, t- the Patrick did have a taser. Mm-hmm taser versus a gun okay this is i mean how many times do we have to see this 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 case happen right um yeah and of course they were saying that that wasn't the case but they did his family got an autopsy and it was confirmed that he was shot in the back of the head so that's giving murder right that is giving murder um yeah so the Kent County poli- uh, medical examiner released a statement last week saying that he completed the autopsy of Patrick, but was still waiting on a toxicology and tissue test results to finish the report. Even though, even then, the full autopsy report wouldn't won't be released to the public until Michigan State Police finishes its investigation into the deadly shooting of Patrick. 
Um, so he was 26 years old. Mm. He died on Monday, April 4th, following a traffic stop near the intersection of Griggs and Nelson on the city's southeast side. Lo- oh, gosh, I cannot say his name. Leoya? Leoya was the driver of the vehicle. A passenger mm. was also in the vehicle at the time. Videos from a witness shows Patrick was on the ground when he was shot in the head during a struggle with the officer. Mm. So he was on the ground and they... What? Yeah. Um, the officer is on paid administrative leave I just have so many things to say about the police departments all across the country Mm -hmm. the lack of training the lack of care the lack of racism, the lack of accountability. Like, you know, I could just go on and on and on. And listen, I don't know if it's because y'all only get paid $40,000 a year. Mm. I don't know mm. what it is. Mm. Mm. But there has got to be a better way. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. There's got to be a better way. Yeah. If you hate black people that much. Yeah. You hate people of color that much. Yeah. 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 It's like I was talking, me and Brandon was talking about it. It's like, you know, because of course people are like, oh, defund the police. Like, I don't know if I don't know that's that I don't think that's the answer mm-hmm. of defunding the police. Cause personally, I just think that's gonna make it worse. Yeah. Somehow, some way the government and the de- Department of Justice has to put in a lot of mental health checks. Like if I was in the par- Department of Justice, I would make it a nationwide thing that every quarter Every single quarter, there is an extensive background check. I mean, thorough investigation on every single police officer in your on your force. Yeah. Every quarter, every three months, check the dark web, check the regular web. I mean, how many how many proud boys mm. do we see on these police forces? And people, regular people like you and me, be finding them on the internet. They be finding Facebook pages, they Twitter pages, they TikTok pages. Like right. I definitely believe it should be, I'm not going I don't I don't believe in defunding the police but I do b- yeah. de- believe in defunding firearms for the police. Yeah. I'm not going to say this is like cuz I know like the UK isn't like you know the greatest country either. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. But it is hard for them to come across firearms over there. Yeah. The police don't even f- carry firearms over there. Yeah cuz I mean it, if you get robbed somebody is holding a knife at you. Right. Oh that's crazy. That is crazy. Wait. Hmm. Yeah. That's interesting. Yeah. Hey blood. What? My man's in it. Run it. I'd probably be like, what? Like, are you yeah. are you making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich? Yeah, like, what are you doing? But nonetheless, what I'm saying... <laughs> <laughs> nonetheless, what I'm saying is, is like, I do... I really feel like this is, this is such a big issue now that I really feel like guns should be taken away from police. Because clearly, they don't know how to act with it. Yeah. No. And, and it's using... And they're using it as excessive force. And it's just like... Yeah, I don't know, but the you know the NRA would you know definitely jump in and be like, I just I just don't I mean it's just like I think yeah defunding the police is just, I don't really think that's the option I think that I mean not the option mm-hmm. I don't really think that's the solution here it's just you just need to do better with making sure that the right people are actually you know just like we talked about that one story about one police officer checking another police officer like hey yo yes people like her. Cool. And he gripped her neck. Ooh, right. So if, that was if crazy. he if he's doing that to his own subordinate, 
Cause she's like, what are you doing to this man? Who's right. he was handcuffed. Right. So why why are you doing why are you why are you going so hard? Girl, that's that, crazy. That that level of authority is is real. And that's why it's so like when we when people chant Black Lives Matter, and that's why people get offended when it comes to Blue Lives Matter, because it's like You know what it just it's a power trip. That's yeah, exactly what it is. It is. It's a power trip. They feel like you oh, you can't say nothing to me, boy. I'm a I'm a police, I'm a cop. Right. I'll kill your ass. I mean, that's power trip. That's straight up power trip. And I know a lot of us have seen had supervisors who be on a power trip. Child, listen. Child, listen. Like, oh, you don't got to get paid. Like, do you want me to do this or not? Right. So you don't pay me. I'm not doing it. I don't, so. I don't do that power trip. You're going to talk to me nice. We, we, yeah. we adults up in here. We just, we're adults. We trying to work together. Like, mm-hmm. okay, so you arrested me, arrest me. Mm-hmm. But, how Patrick got shot in the back of the head? In the back of the head? While on the ground? While they, while they was cuffing him? In the back of the head? It's giving Walter Scott in South Carolina. You're running away from the police officer and you shoot him. Come on, man. It's got to be a better way. Has to be. Somehow, some way. Like, this is ridiculous, bro. All right. So we're going to move forward. I know, y'all. This stuff is heavy. We getting through it though. We we gonna we gonna get to the, the nonsense. The nonsense is coming. <laughs> send me send me send me Not that. the nonsense is coming. The nonsense is coming. Um, while sis is looking that up, Ed Buck is going to prison. Do y'all remember last? I think it was last year we talked about this story, right? Last year we talked about Ed Buck, who he had picked up a homeless man who was gay, mm-hmm. and they like he was like. Were they, was he killing them? Yeah, he was drugging them. He was drugging them and they were dying from an overdose and things like that in his, in his house. Yeah. Yes. So yeah, so Ed Buck, he was actually a wealthy democratic donor. Like Mm -hmm. he got 30 years in prison for fatally overdosing two black men. So after two, even after two men were found dead in his California apartment, Ed Buck did not stop injecting gay men with walloping doses of meth. Ooh, what's that word? Methamphetamine? Where you at? Right here? Yeah. Okay. So a federal judge on Thursday sentenced him to 30 years in prison for the death of Gemmel Moore and Timothy Dean. Another man, Dane Brown, was repeatedly injected by Buck but survived. Mm -hmm. And his heroin account of being revived twice finally led to Buck's arrest in 2019. He's 67 years old. He's a big dollar donor to Democratic LGBT. Listen, a big dollar donor to Democratic LGBTQ and animal right causes. Oh. Oh my God! But you're drugging gay black men. Oh my God! Oh my God! He appeared in the U.S. District Court in L.A. for providing fatal doses of drugs, operating a drug den, and enticing men to travel for prostitution. Oh my God! Oh my God! What in the what? This is ridiculous. Sorry. <laughs> this is absolutely ridiculous. I mean. This is insane, sis. I don't know. I don't know. I'm this actually is... shocked. You know, it's like I am, but then I'm not. I mean, think about all the, the killers and, and people that we've seen, like the infamous killers. And think about what, especially, especially like, look at, um, what's, what's, what's the dude name that just, that kills himself? Oh, your your man's. Yeah, what's what's his name? Ooh. What's his name? Ooh. The Trump the They just got his girlfriend up out of here too. Oh my god. Why Ghislaine Maxwell is her name, right? Yeah. What is his name? Hold on. Y'all know who I'm talking about. Ghislaine 
Maxwell. Who is she associated with? What is his name? His face right there. Jeffrey Epstein. That's his name. Oh, my gosh. (laughs) Jeffrey Epstein. He was, you know, a socialite. He was mm. giving money to people. Damn, right. He was a big art dealer, all this stuff like that. Nobody was paying any attention. In the meantime, he's sexually trafficking young girls. That is disgusting. You get what I mean? So it's just like, uh, you just gotta be, I mean, you know what? It's, it's very interesting. Like, you just gotta, you just never know who people really are. I don't know if you ever saw the movie uh, Superfly. Superfly. The, re- the remake. No. Okay. No, I didn't. With Trevor Jackson. So mm-hmm. there's there was a guy in the movie who played a thug. He was like one of the main characters in the movie. They just got him uh for rape. He was been he's been raping young girls for years. The real guy who was based off of? No, no, no. One of the actors oh, the one of the actors in the movie. He's one of the main characters. Yeah. They just got him because he was raping. He was first of all, he was name dropping Drake. Like oh wait, wait, wait. The actor in real life mm-hmm. was raping young girls. Mm-hmm. Oh one my of the God. actors in the movie who? that played that played opposite of Trevor Jackson. His name is Oh my god. Yeah, it was a re- it was a serious situation. What? And it just comes like when I was reading the article, I'm like, how was he able to get such a, like he's been to several. He was in a movie with Halle Berry. <gasps> how was he able to get these type of opportunities with people knowing what they know? You get what I mean? Because people don't be wanting to say nothing. So it's like, look, think about Egg Bug. It's like, oh, they found two dead black men in his apartment. Yes, they did. Two. And it was just like, oh, well, you know, things happen. Not twice you find one dead person okay maybe you know they might have overdone all right so he got a little he like sugar booger okay two two and if the third one didn't survive right sis that's disgusting so he's going to prison for 30 years he's going to prison for 30 freaking years in the prison your ass is going to prison and you have a bunch of gay men in there you can uh Just saying. Damn, son. Okay. <laughs> Just saying. We're going to keep it moving, y'all. This is all over the news. The Frank James subway shooter in New York City. We talked, we, we touched on this a little bit last week. Mm-hmm. They caught him. Um, and there, first of all, there is so much, so much to go with this. There's a lot happening. There's a lot happening here. I do think the man is mentally absolutely ill. I don't know if that's the right term, um, but he is part of. I'm gonna play the clip right because oh my god, oh mm-hmm. my god, it's just it's a lot. Hold on, where I sent it to myself, didn't I? Mm-hmm. Here it is. Okay, here we go. Like sis actually found this like TikTok of this guy who's mm-hmm. pretty much was talking about you know what was happening and. Not not the fact that like he was called, but it's the fact that like listen to some of these things that Frank James has said against black women, and he he just he just really touched on a lot of things. So just listen to this. Come on now. So for those of you who might not know, there was a shooting yesterday in Brooklyn around eight twelve in the morning. It was at a subway station. Um, I think it was like Thirty Fourth Street in Brooklyn um, on the NQ. Uh, rather the NRD train line where the shooter set off uh, like smoke canisters in a train station, went inside of the train car and shot like 25 people. Well, 
the suspect was caught and apprehended today and has been identified as Frank James. But I want y'all to listen to this clip that I found of him. You ain't got shit. You ain't going nowhere. I ain't going nowhere. But your hate is focusing on me. And it's with a black bitch too. A stinking black bitch has hate for me and wants to attack and, and do harm against me. You ought to die. And y'all want to know something crazy? I think it was sometime last month I did a video about the dangers of this whole red pill manosphere uh, culture and how it perpetuates violence against women, in particular black women. Nobody has no problem fucking black women. They're the easiest motherfuckers on earth to fuck. And want to act like, and then the fact that a grown woman with a Almost word for word, the same kind of toxic, anti black women, misogynistic, just crazy, psychopathic babble. Now look, I don't know exactly what drove that man to commit that act he did in the subway, but it is increasingly unsettling that he sounds just like those deranged Manosphere guys. And this is a call to action, my black men out there. The writing is pretty much on the wall. These guys are dangerous. They are a threat to everybody. Black women, black men, everyone around them, they are dangerous. And this culture has to go. This is so, so the reason like, obviously we want, we need to talk about this because this is what we do, but also we need to talk about this because we have maybe two, three weeks ago, we talked about those three different men who mm -hmm. had like the way they just, you know, presented themselves on their shows. Yeah. Kevin Samuels, the fresh, fresh and fit. Oh, I was about to say bald and basic. Okay. And um <laughs> and whoever else, they this is this is dangerous. <laughs> so the Menosphere, this is what I know. The Menosphere and the Red Pill community started obviously in the white community. Mm. And we I remember hearing about like a lot of stories about like white men who would be very aggressively upset towards like white women and you know being a man, yada yada. And of course over time black men find it and you know yeah. It becomes a thing. It right. becomes a thing in the black community. And it's 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 like, it's almost kind of parallel to like, are we going to now have, because I was shocked when I found out he was black. Yo, my mom said the same thing and I was just like, yeah. It almost kind of reminded me of the DC sniper when that happened. It was like, exactly. What? Exactly. And you think about like a lot of those, a lot of those guys who are like, who does, who do that kind of stuff. Like they all have like, they all fall in this line of very angry politically, sexually, mm. they hate women. And this is a dangerous road. So it when really we talk is. about this kinds of stuff on the show, it's because this, this is where you headed. Right. This right. is where you're headed. Your, your hatred for women and you constantly like, uh, digesting this type of content. It is not healthy. And if you are feeling so passionate about your own women, like you need to go to therapy, you need to talk to somebody, but this isn't normal. Yeah. This isn't, this isn't regular behavior. Like right. this is really scary. Like, yeah. Even like the ones that's like, you know, oh, well, I would just date a white woman because you know, the black woman, even y'all, like no one's saying that you can't date a white woman or any woman outside of mm -hmm. your race. No one's saying that like you love who you love, but when you're just doing it to be spiteful, mm -hmm. first of all, that's not fair to this, you know, woman that you want to date 
and it's not fair to your to your own race. Like you know, what I'm saying, mm-hmm. why? Like think about if you're trying to date a woman outside of you know, and she finds that video. Mm-hmm. It's like, well, wait a minute, do you actually really like me? Right. Or you just here because it's like you just wanted to prove a point that you could pull, you know, a white woman or you know another woman of color. Like, well, what is it? Mm-hmm. That's not cool. It's not cool at all. Like, and it's I just cool. like I really want y'all to like really like. Even if you listen to the show and you don't agree with everything that we say, we don't expect you to. But I really hope that you listen to like how that man sounds, and then listen to like how Kevin Samuel sounds. It's not far off, right? It's not far. You off. gonna end up alone in the dark with a mic, with with no lights on, with bad audio, and a record. Not cool. Divorce three times. But if that's what you want to do, I mean, that's cool. But, like, you ain't going to get no support from us. No. I'll tell you that right now. It's not, it's not happening I'll here. I'll tell you that right now. Purr. Purr. And I'm... Mm. Oh. <laughs> you want to move forward or you want to say it? Some of these uh, celebrity podcasts is right there with them. But anyway. Um, sorry. <laughs> no. <laughs> Just because you celebrity on this, just because you celebrity, and you get a mic, don't mean that you talking right. You just talking crazy. This is true. Just saying, because some of y'all are too removed too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Speaking of being removed, Ooh. okay. So this was gonna be my thing. I couldn't wrap my head around, but this was too good. <laughs> Bad and bamboozled. Too good. Too good. Let's get the bill. Her. <laughs> <laughs> so. I'm gonna play this this clip. Shout out to all my book my book friends who uh, who watch the podcast. This is Kafia. I follow them on TikTok. We are mutuals, um, and they made a great video talking about what exactly this is. Let's mm. take a look at it. What is going on in the publishing world? So recently, there was a book that came out. It's called Bad and Bougie: A Trap Feminist Theology. It was written by a white woman. And my question here is, what in the Rachel Dolezal is going on? <laughs> because not only did this white woman write this book. She got a $10,000 advance, only to have the book being pulled after social media outcry. When the publishers issued their apology, they said it was misguided and regrettable. There is nothing misguided about the fact that no black person works at that publishing agency. Because in what world is it okay for a white woman to write a black feminist book where she is actively engaging in cultural appropriation, using terms like the ghetto to describe neighborhoods, and some lame-ass stock photo to convince us that this was written by a black woman. Jennifer Buck, if I ever see you on the streets, I have questions. And to the publishers who gave this project an okay, there's nothing regrettable about the fact that you would rather pay a white author to tell black stories. Do better. Period. Period. I couldn't have said it better, Kafia. <sighs> I... Sometimes you can't help but laugh at this situation yeah. because yeah. what? Yeah. So the so the so the white lady Jennifer Buck, she said she felt qualified because she took classes in um and learned about hip hop and and trap feminism, and she felt qualified to write this book, even though her herself it's giving Elizabeth Holmes <laughs> one semester at Stanford and you can cure cancer. Yo yo. What? She said she took like trap feminist classes and she felt qualified to write this book. Which is beyond me. And also and then like to bait to bait the to bait like uh readers with this black girl on the cover. Right. This 
Stop photo. You didn't even get a real photo. What are we doing here? And why don't y'all think that people aren't looking into the authors who write these books? Because they are. Like, what is going on right now? Like, child. You know what? And I and I'm I'm not gonna blame black people for it, but it, it's giving like first of all, it's definitely giving Elizabeth Holmes or mm-hmm. Shorty with the uh Theranos or whatever yeah. it was. That's number one. And number two is like look at how it kind of goes back to the whole like you're invited to the cookout like mechanism that black people have adapted mm. over the years. It's like, you know what I mean? Like I, th- I see a bunch of white people go viral all the time for, like for dancing. Oh, uh, it makes my ass itch. It's like all like <laughs> it does. Like why is it why is that so amazing you see that white girl that white girl who's a, like a doctor she had the burger yeah. scrub she was doing the dougie we've been doing the dougie for years bitch but it, sit down right but i mean and it's, and it's like yeah yes there are white people that know how to dance that have rhythm like it's not two thumbs way up for it, you it's no like amazing mechanism like wow a white person has a rhythm a white person listens to hip-hop I'm like it it it's it's life. Like, so I'm just like, you know, so to not not defending Jennifer Buck, but to the publishers, it's like, I mean, they probably like, oh, well, shoot. I don't know, sis, because you can't, you if if all the publishers are like white on the board, they mm-hmm. they, they don't get to speak for us either. This is true, too. And this and I, I like, what is her name? Jennifer Buck. No, no, no. Oh, the, the, Ka- uh, Kafia. the creator. Kafia. Kafia. Like, she's absolutely right. Like, this, and I, what she's really trying to say is like, we have to be in those rooms, like, we Absolutely. have to be in those rooms. Mm-hmm. I mean, it kind of goes with like TikTok and like all the like black creators that are constantly overlooked. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Come that, on now. Yeah. That's insane. That was crazy. Now she took a class on yeah. hip hop and felt, she felt like she could, she felt qualified. So you heard a Migos song and decided I'm going to write a book called Bad and Bougie? She said, I feel qualified for this. I'm qualified. So does that mean that a black student that went to a PWI can write about the white experience? You, you I mean, <laughs> I'm just, I'm confused. A voice was made. Does that mean a white person can go to HBCU and actually talk about the black experience? Mm. No, you cannot. Right, right. Wow. Yeah. Shame on the publishers. I can't even be mad at Jennifer Buck. Shame on the publishers. No, Shame. I'm mad at her too because she really felt like she was... But nobody would and bougie for writing it. <laughs> but nobody would have saw it if she didn't have a publisher behind it. This it would have just been on her laptop. This, this is true. Nobody would have saw it. And she, did she even spell bougie right? It was spelled B O U J E E. I think that's how Migo spells it in the the amazing song "Bad and Bougie." That's my jam. That is my jam. But like, wow. Yeah. All right, we're going to run through these next couple of topics real quick. What in the hell? Shout out to the Brooklyn Public Library is allowing, cause, you know, because CRT is such a big issue right now. The Brooklyn Public Library was like, we're going to give free library cards to teens nationwide. So, Oh, nationwide? Yeah. Nice. Teens all over the country, you looking for a free library card. Brooklyn Public Library got you. Ah, 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 get in there. Is this something, like, is there a link maybe we can post in, like, if I find it, I will post it. But I, I do, I did send the thing to you, so I'll, I yeah. send it to you. But I send my likes. So if there's a link for you to like register and sign up, I think that's that's cool. That's very that's real very, awesome. Very, Good for very, them. Yeah. So read all those banned books at the school. Won't let you read. Ugh. Speaking of schools, National Teacher of the Year, Kurt Russell, not the actor. Right. <laughs> okay, not that white guy. Different guy. We're gonna play this clip right quick, sis. Yeah, my message is clear to provide a diverse 
education opportunity for all students. Mm. And when I mean diverse, representing faculty and staff as well, only 2% of teachers are black males. But it's only more 2%? than that. Only 2%? Oh, wow. Then but it's more that? than that. It's women in STEM. It's men in the primary years. Um, and also to provide my students with a diverse curriculum yeah. to make sure the African-American history class and race, gender, and depression class become normalized mm -hmm. and not different. Well, we appreciate you. Thank you so much, and congratulations. Yes. Again. Congratulations. Thank Child, I need to watch. What's the name more often? Who's that man with the fro? He's a former NFL. Um, oh. mm. I don't hate it. Yeah. You don't watch. You don't watch TBS. I, I have not watched TV. Listen, the retired NFL players is getting all the journalist jobs. Damn, hate that for the real journalists. Okay. Not like no shade, no tea. Or nah, shade and tea. Ooh, pour it. Michael Strahan. Did he go to school for that? He played football and yeah. won touchdowns. Yes, he did. Now he on Good Morning America. Anyway, congratulations to Kurt Russell for being National Teacher of the Year as a black man. We here at Head Wraps and Lipstick salute you. Salute. Love that for you. And shout out to all the black men, uh, the black male teachers out here mm -hmm. that are like out here, the ones that go viral for the handshakes, all that stuff. Like yeah. we really salute y'all and appreciate y'all for, you know, mm -hmm. raising these badass kids out here. Ooh, child. <laughs> like, we Ooh, really do. Child. Shout out to all y'all. Mm -hmm. For real, for real. For real, for real. We gonna keep it moving. This lady needs to go to prison. Birthday cake. This is this is disgusting. Here we go. Don't you hate when you tell somebody something and they remind you of what you said and you be a woman of your word and you got to keep your word? So I was this little boy that used to go to school with my kids, little Romeo. And I just watched him. He was polite and nice, always just there, take out the trash, give me a little hug. I remember watching him at prom and I said, you are so cute. You know what? When you get 25, if I'm still alive, <laughs> you come see me. Why that boy knock on my door the other day? And he was like, Miss A. Marie, you remember me? I said, yeah. He said, I'll be 25 tomorrow, tomorrow my birthday. You remember what you said? I said, you remember that? He said, yes, I remember it. I thought about it every day. I said, is that right? I said, you know what? I am a woman of my word. I can't say something and not hold up to it. But uh, bring your birth certificate and stop by tomorrow on your birthday. And I got some birthday cake for you, okay? I'm a woman of my word. <laughs> Prison. Jail time. First of all, them titties was tittying. They were. Like, wow. <laughs> wow. <laughs> wow. They were. <laughs> but no. Yeah, no, no, dog. Don't listen. A lot of a lot of women do that to younger boys. Like, oh, you so cute. You you my little boyfriend. Mm. No, bitch, he's not. Mm. Creep. Get out of here, pedo. Mm. We talk about over sexualizing girls. Let's talk about it for, for boys. Yeah. Oh, are we ready for that conversation? I mean, I don't really think that they are. I really don't think that they are. I really don't. I mean. Cause that's weird. I saw somebody have retweeted uh, have retweeted something earlier. It was a um some like long Facebook post about I don't know if she, like I guess she's a mother or whatever. And mm -hmm. She got you know her little boys out here you know doing a the pose that you know the grown the well not the grown men be doing but you know yeah. the older boys be doing. And he was like you know I don't care what y'all say like my little boys be getting the attention from the little girls and da 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 like that's not cute. It's not. It's not. Just like Lil Boosie out here hiring strippers for his son's 13th or 14th birthday. Like, that shit Prison. is not... That's not cute. It's not cute. And, and shame on the strippers that showed up. 
Absolutely. Well, they probably didn't know. They probably showed up and was like, oh, okay, well, we need his money. But that's crazy if you Mm-mm. if you continue to continue to do it. Nope, nope, but we nope. always talk about like black girls and being over sexualizing black girls Absolutely. and whatnot. We never talk about this in, in reference to boys and yeah. how so many I've seen it myself. Yeah. Like, oh, he is so cute. That's gonna be my little boy. That's my little man. Like, no, it's not. Yeah, no. No, it's not. No. Get your get your old ass out of here. He's four. Yeah. And it's one thing, like you know, like you like you say it when it's cute, but like for stuff like this, because you're you're saying it to these seventeen year old boys whose hormones is raging like hell, like, and you walking around with these amazing titties, okay? You, you walk th- around with your titties out, and then you you don't think that he's not gonna remember that, like right. he at your door the he's day at before your his door bir- the day before his birthday. Get your old ass out of here, Sha- fucking creep pedo that's just not cute and i know some people would be like oh she probably ain't mean like she probably mm-hmm. actually meant birthday cake nah because no. he a grown-ass man now 25 years old right not cute it's not cute not cute at all it is not cute we gonna keep it moving speaking of not cute speaking of disgusting everybody's favorite internet comedian got y'all got y'all shooketh mm. hit dogs gonna holler listen this is a clip this is a sketch this is his sketch we gonna play it and then we are going to talk about it. Here we go. Hey! It's got Silent Club! Silent Club! Never have I ever kissed a dude. That's all right. Hey! Take a shot! Take a shot! Ah, she bullshit, bro! Bro, they shot shot! That baby had a shot, bro! He ain't even pouring a real shot. Keep going, keep going, keep going! That's a regular shot! I got the same amount on mine. I got the same amount. Nah, you got the whole shit. Y'all already got to catch up, guys. Y'all already got to catch up. Finish the rest of that. Finish the rest of that. Crazy. Demon time, huh? Drive the boat, drive the boat, drive the boat. You got to drive it. You got to drive it. Make sure they see it. Drive it. Hey, 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 one more than we done. One more than we done. One more get the job done. One more than we done. One more than we done. I promise. One more. He real. He talking. One more than we done. He telling the truth. One more than we done. So the title of that skit was called like when your homeboy trying to get all the girls drunk at the party or Apparently, Drewski, like, y'all kind of bullied him into taking it down. I have, I don't follow Drewski. Um, he is pretty funny, though. I will Mm. say that. Um, but apparently, they, that he, he took it down. And a lot of the girls was like, no, 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 no. Mm -hmm. No, 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 no. Right. Leave it up. If you're offended, it's because this looks familiar. It's kind of like you're looking in the mirror. Um, I mean, I, I, I've been in situations like that, you know what I'm saying, where it's like, you know, like, why are you trying to get me drunk? You know, especially when you're a little younger, you're in college, it's like you really don't Mm -hmm. realize and it's like you kind of want that attention. It's like, oh, I don't want to look lame or I don't want to look like a, a, 
you know, like, you know, a Debbie mm-hmm. Downer or whatever. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But then as you get older, it's like, yo, why are you trying to get me drunk? So, like, what's what's up? Right. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And it's it's really, it's not cute. Like, um, it's not funny at all. Like, even, like, you know, the part in the video where he was just, like, kind of over there it's looking. Funny. Yeah. Because it happens, man. It's And it's very predatory behavior. Very much so. And, like, you know, we know A&T is known for, like, some of the, some parties. Like, I ain't going to lie. Absolutely. And there have definitely been times, same since, where, where you know, you're in a, at a house party or something, there was a kickback, Mm -hmm. and it's a dude there trying to get everybody drunk or a certain girl drunk because he like her, Mm -hmm. or he want to do something with her. You know, like, it's just, it's just very predatory behavior, but a lot of guys were commenting and saying, like, (laughs) it's not that deep, it's just a skit. No. Say it's a skit to the girls in the video or, you know, the girls that saw the video and it triggered some some thoughts. It triggered, like, I mean, like mm-hmm. I said, like, for me, I was like, that looks familiar. Yeah, same. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. that looks very, very familiar. So, shout out to the girl in the video that was pretending to, like, nah, she good. Because mm-hmm. enough is enough. Enough already. Yeah. So... Mm-mm. It was it it was just you know hit dogs gonna holler and you know a lot of people were showing their true colors with yeah. that in terms of like how they really feel and they clearly they don't take it seriously and I feel like in the kind of, I guess like shout out to Drewski like I don't think that he I'm pretty sure he really just did it for comedic purposes honestly mm-hmm. but it kind of like started a whole conversation like it's like okay hold on wait a minute like and maybe if, maybe even for him it's like damn does this is this really what we look like? Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Like that's it's not cool, and like, and it's not just for college. It's grown as men that be doing that. Yes, super grown. Yes. So yes, just look in the mirror before you out here just trying to get everybody drunk just because you know it's Friday and it's lit. Like, if you need to get a girl drunk to be able to talk to her, obviously she's not the girl for you. Or you ain't got no game. Literally lame. Big L. Like loser. Square. So. All right, last on the list. This came out today. DJ Envy from The Breakfast Club. Yeah. Uh, him and his wife was on, I don't know what show this is. Yeah, they're promoting their book. They got a book coming out. Oh. Oh, you going to read it? Here's the clip. And I'm sure so many women can relate, like, you want to reward that man for that work. And the only reward that you have to offer is an orgasm. But yeah. even if I didn't feel it, I would still be performative. Mm-hmm. So yes, I was faking it. We got into like a, a argument and then she was like, well, you know, I don't mean having an orgasm. She didn't say it in that. She speaks way more eloquent than I would have. And I was like, what? And she was like, I don't. I'm like, no, yes, you do. I hear it. Like, ah, ah, ah. and then she was like, no, I'm faking it. I'm like, every time? And she was like, yeah. And then that just crushed me because I thought I was putting in work. Like I'm, I'm sitting there thinking I'm, you know, big daddy long leg. <laughs> Would you ever go on a show and, and admit that out loud? Every time? It would be every time for me. Why why was she why why y'all talk about this? And you married him? Sorry. Why? No, no, no need to be sorry. You married him? Like every time? You knew this before y'all got married? Did you know this before you got married? I just thought, I want people to leave me the hell alone with their personal information. Like, why? Why? 
somebody check on Jesus and Meryl because I know the niggas is like, Yo, I don't know. They might get, I don't know. Nah, I don't know. I mean, personally, I think Jesus and Meryl has, have reached a new, I think they've reached a whole new level, but they still two niggas from the Bronx. So I don't put it past them <laughs> at all. I don't know. Cause you know, they had that. What was that? Three years ago, four years ago. And they still was on there. Like, they even went up there to address it. And they still was like, I mean, we said what we said. Right, so, like. Right. I, I, oh, my oh God. Oh, my God. I'm going to say this. I'm going to say this. Okay. I mean, granted, like, yes, the female body, does it take women a little bit longer to reach that type of peak? Absolutely. But I do think that more women should be honest with their their partner about their sexual performance like i feel like especially like especially when you get into a, a relationship mm-hmm. you get into a relationship and you've been in it for a long time it's like yeah to gia's point yeah you do want to you do want to please him but it's like okay but i'm not being pleased to it's to the full capacity right you know what i'm saying so it's like you you got you do have to have those uncomfortable conversation if he's really the man for you then he'll they'll he'll do his work and try to change it right. so it's just the every time for me, like, damn. I, I mean, yeah, yeah. you should definitely talk to your partner about sexual performance, but I just don't, I don't feel like we need to hear about it. Yeah. Is that in the book? Yeah. Like, he gotta be bad then. Cause like, you're telling me like, he didn't realize it. Like, oh, you just doing this hollering. You supposed to feel something. You get what I mean? Don't they got like four kids together or something like that? That's what I'm saying. Every time. So even when you were being impregnated. Ew. I don't want no parts of it. Oh my gosh. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. I hope y'all are doing better. I hope so. But uh it's all because it's because of this book. But to your point, yeah, I don't really feel like I need to know about Yeah, like leave us alone. DJ Envy sex life. I no. There's nowhere in this world where I, where I needed to know that information. Yaya Medina too, Abdul, sure. Chris Evans, sure. Ma'am. Ma'am. Luke James, sure. Ma'am. Ma'am. Daniel Kaluuya? Oh, see, now look at you. Call me, Daniel. Look at this. Look at this. Daniel, call me. Ew. He have an accent. Huh? Oh, breath. Oh, God. That's horrible. Whatever. <laughs> Don't talk about my man. I'm just saying. Don't talk about my Ew. man. I want to hear that. <laughs> All right, that's it for this week's episode, y'all. Um, remember, don't forget the announcement. We're going. We're having a live show in person. All the good things come yes. through. Where can you find that information? Well, we are on Twitter at Head Rap Pod. We're on Instagram at Head Raps and Lipsticks. Check out our Facebook page, Head Raps and Lipsticks, the podcast. Go to our website, www.headwrapsandlipsticks.com. We got crew necks like that one she's wearing. Hey. My mood. Yes, crewnecks and t-shirts that are for sale but not on sale. But what we do have on sale is a few more vinyls left, right? Yeah, we definitely have. A few. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. <laughs> Let me tell you something. I posted this. Mm-hmm. This purple glitter vinyl that y'all love. <laughs> we don't got no more. <laughs> <I'm> pot- <laughs> we don't got no more. I took it off. We don't have no more. I'm tired of fighting with that vinyl. Every order that we've gotten recently has been purple vinyl. It looks good, but I hate that stuff. I hate it. We don't got no more. We out. Nope. (laughs) (laughs) 
<laughs> Next person to order was a purple vinyl blocked. Oh, damn. Wait a minute. 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 Locked. Like, I'm not fighting with that vinyl no more. I hate it. Damn. We don't got no more. Not us blocking the <laughs> listeners. We don't got no more. For we- ordering shirts. Oh, my God. Um, <laughs> I remember, <laughs> remember that? The GoFundMe and the Cash App is in the bio. Cash App is dollar sign hair pop. And remember that we are on, uh, we're on a bunch of platforms. I didn't even look to see if someone left us a new comment. Oh, I look. We are on a bunch of platforms. Spotify, SoundCloud, Stitcher, Google Play, Apple Podcasts, iHeartRadio, YouTube, TikTok. Oh, my God. We reached 11,000. Scared Sorry. Me. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just remembered it because we haven't said anything. That's right. We reached 11,000 followers on TikTok. So does, like, LA call us? Do we get, like, a manager now? Do we get an agent? What is this? How does this work? Hello? Somebody let us know. Yes. So shout out to everybody on TikTok. And we are also on Facebook. Sis, we got any any reviews? No. Boo! Tomato, tomato, tomato. Yeah, we need we need some more. We need some more. I don't understand. I don't understand what the problem is. Like let me see like oh on YouTube, because sometimes sometimes. I, like I don't do. understand like how it's okay. How, how are we getting this wrong? Like it's, how are we let's let's unpack it. Okay. Let's unpack it while she's looking to see if anybody left a comment. Any like nice review. Like Oh, oh Lord! Sorry. Let's let's unpack why y'all are not leaving reviews. Like, is it hard? Like, is like it's it's very easily accessible. You can literally leave a comment in any of the things. Yeah. Um. Mm-hmm. Okay, so we do have a, a few. Uh, Dakeisha Bridgeforth. Yes, ladies, keep the hits coming. You ladies are a whole vibe. Yeah, she left us our comment last last week. Okay. Yes. And yes. then uh, Spiffy. Hey, Patrick. He said it's the intro for me. You right. We deserve ease, sis. Mm-hmm. Like, period. Exactly. Um, and then we were talking about Justin Timberlake, and it looks like I won that battle. Everybody loves the Justin Timberlake fade. No, we got to go back to the. Don't worry, we'll, we'll li- go back to the. We'll, literally, we'll go back to the post and and, and check it out. Yeah, we'll go back to the post and check this. it out. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. Uh, sis, what's your corny joke? Oh yeah, I do. Ha- did you tell people whether you could listen to them? Yeah, I did. Oh, sorry, I was. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a lot of things. Oh, it's okay. I'm doing a lot of things. Okay, so this is a corny joke. I don't know if you guys follow a uh, Selena Spooky Boo on uh on TikTok. I think she's hilarious. Her and her husband. She's always talking about corny jokes. So I just wanted to play this one for you guys because I think it's hilarious. Here we go. Wait. Oh, wait. Hey, Adam. What? Why did the mushroom have so many friends? I don't know why. Because he was a fun guy. (gasps) (laughs) (laughs) Get it? Because mushroom is a fun guy. It's not even that funny. I think it's funny. It's cute. It sucks. Oh, God. It's so funny. That's it. (laughs) Bye, y'all. We'll see you next week. Peace.